emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemens. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. And guys, we're excited tonight about our show and what we have coming up, man. We got a great show in store for you. A lot of things we're going to be talking about, a lot of things that we're going to be discussing. So happy to have my good friend, Dr. Eddie Connor, back on the show with us. We're calling the show The Doctor Is In. (laughs) Just kind of like a little play on words. He's a good friend of ours. Been on the show with us before. Happy to have him back. We'll be talking about a number of different things. Black History Month, Kobe Bryant, uh, LeBron James, um, love and relationships. We're also going to be talking about his newest book. He has 10 books out now, 
and we're going to be talking about his newest book, best-selling author, and um, and just a lot of great things. He's also going to be hosting a Vision Summit coming up uh, this year in July, and uh, just want to sh- he's going to be sharing with you about some of that in just a little bit. We'll be sharing with you that interview in just a little while, but just want to kind of let you know that's what we have in store for you on tonight, and also... I mean, uh, we've been doing some writing ourselves. Um, we have uh, we haven't written a blog in a while, but we did finally write our first blog in, of 2020, uh, February 10th, and uh, we call the blog "Life After Death," and it's our tribute to the life and legacy of uh, NBA great Kobe Bryant. And uh, we just really want to put our thoughts on paper and really talk about a few things. And uh, one of which is legacy and and how you can extend your life on this earth uh, by uh, the way you live your life. And uh, this is certainly his life is certainly a great example of that. Uh, him, the, 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 by virtue of the outpouring and expressions of love and and adoration that people have had for him in uh you know the aftermath of his loss has really shown you what kind of legacy uh that he has left uh he certainly has left an indelible mark on the lives of so many people not just in the basketball world but across the world and uh our, our blog we released it on um February 10th and uh, you know, at this point, it has over 300 views. Um, just so very excited about that, and thank those that have um, reached out to us and, and left some comments. And certainly, we thank you for taking the time uh, to read. It's just only eight minutes. We have a lot of great things in there: photos and video of um, you know of Kobe Bryant. We also have um, a our a thought of the week uh, from one of our recent shows uh, where we were really talking about and dealing with the question of what is life, and uh, we really recommend that you check that out. And it's embedded in uh, the blog itself, Life After Death. Just go to our website www.michaelnimmons.com. There you'll be able to read the blog. There you'll be able to uh, listen to. Uh, the um, uh, you know the really poignant words that we offered in the aftermath of uh, Kobe Bryant's death, and uh, certainly we have gotten a lot of great responses from those that have uh, checked out the blog. Again, it was released on February 10th, and a lot of people have been um, you know reading it, of course, and giving us some uh, great feedback. I uh, want to shout a few people out. Uh, right quick uh, before we get started and before we get too far ahead in our show. Shouts out to uh, Sabrina Larnell. Uh, she said, beautiful. I love this. A very well done eulogy, actually. I don't, I think it covers how we feel about Kobe and all the events since his death as well. Thank you for posting and messaging me. Thank you, Sabrina, for uh, checking the blog out. We truly appreciate it. Also, shouts out to Maria AHD1113 for checking out the blog as well. She said that this is probably one of the best blogs that she has read. Uh, We want to thank you for sharing the blog and actually pinning it to her Twitter account. 
Also, shouts out to Lanita Green for checking out the blog and saying that this is beautiful. Um, she did see some negative bias when it came to King, maybe unfairly, and she stopped reading once I saw that. But um, she uh, indicated later on that she would go back and read it because uh, she must have misread something about King's unfortunate or disrespectful comments and um, offered her apologies for the hasty decision to discontinue reading it. We clarify that uh, talking about Gail King, of course, that uh, we while we didn't agree with uh, Gail's line of questioning when it came to Kobe Bryant, uh, we did not agree with we also did not agree with the vitriol and the violent threats that were levied against her by Snoop Dogg and others. Um, you know, because they were upset with her line of questioning. And, of course, you know, Snoop Dogg did reach out again and apologize to her. And uh, Gail has since accepted his apology. And we're glad that that episode is behind us in that regard. But, again, for the most part, people have been giving us their kudos and their um, praise for really just... Uh, talking about Kobe Bryant's life and his legacy and and really dealing with the question of what kind of legacy will you be leaving behind as well. So we recommend you check the uh, blog out. Go to michaelnemons.com. It's right on our homepage, Life After Death. It's gotten over 300 hits so far. Share it on your timeline. Leave us a comment. Add us at TOL Radio Host MSN on Twitter and Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Leave us a comment on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. We would love to hear from you or just send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com. We would love, again, to hear from you. Love to know what you your thoughts are about that. We want to get back into blogging again, and uh, we love to write. We love uh, this platform again as well, this podcast, and like to sit down, put our thoughts on paper, and we truly appreciate those of you who take the time to read our blog and to even leave us a comment as well. It makes us feel really, really good. As we said tonight, we got a great show in store for you, and we're going to be dealing with a couple things during our What Are You Thinking About segment. We're going to be talking about what you're thinking about, and of course, we're going to be recapping briefly the All-Star Weekend that was back on starting on Friday, uh, the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Chicago. The Shy All-Star Weekend kicked off on Friday night with the Rising Stars uh, basketball game and then uh, picked up again on Saturday with uh, the skills competition, the uh, the three-point contest, and the slam dunk contest, and, of course, ending on Sunday with the coveted uh, NBA All-Star Game. So we're going to be kind of recapping that weekend and, again, talking about how the NBA remembered NBA great uh, Kobe Bryant. So we'll be talking about that uh, in uh, in just a few minutes. And then we're also going to be talking about um, a very interesting uh, story about former MSU point guard Keith Appling, uh, you know, young man who had a very promising uh, career as a, a college athlete and could have very well translated into the NBA at some point. Um, but um, uh, things, his life has taken an unfortunate turn, and now he's facing drug charges. Uh, and uh, and you know he was found with uh, I believe a, 
a tennis ball or maybe a golf ball size um, portion of heroin. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that and really uh, the larger issue of, um, you know, athletes, black athletes in particular, and uh, and how, you know, their, their, their lack of appreciation for the moment. Um, and I'll, I'll explain what I, what I mean in just a few minutes. But I can't wait to get into that particular topic as well. And then, of course, we're going to be rounding out the three topics of, for our What Are You Thinking About segment, giving us your our thoughts on uh, Spartans' new head coach, Mel Tucker, former Colorado Spartans, uh, new Spartan head coach, Mel Tucker, and giving you what our thoughts are about this hire. Uh, we're um, uh, happy that this episode is ended for Spartan Nation and hopefully looking forward to um, bigger and better things with our football program coming up this year. So we'll be sharing with you those three topics in just a few minutes in our What Are You Thinking About segment. And of course, our thought of the week um, where we end every show each week. Uh, on a high note, and uh, we decided this week, in light of Black History Month, in honor of Black History Month, that we would share with you a clip from NBA All-Star Weekend, and again, this weekend was tremendous. The NBA did a phenomenal job, not just in honoring Kobe Bryant, but really uh, honoring Black America during Black History Month, and they did so with uh, rapper Common, Emmy and Grammy and Oscar award-winning hip-hop artist Common, who did a phenomenal job giving a spoken word piece about basketball and black history. And I want to share that piece with you during our thought of the week. I can't wait to share with you in just a little bit. So as I said, guys, we've got a great show in store for you. So without any further ado, let's get to it. You is live. A sea of race fists and silence. 2020 fight is getting very real. Democrats jumping in, speaking out. Jussie Smollett. A month ago, few people knew who he was. You're watching The Breakfast Club. If you take it all into consideration, Stephen A. Listen, the argument that where, where you absolutely disgust me. A dilemma right now. How you feeling? Better than I deserve. You feel better today? I'm getting there. Yeah. What are you thinking about? Weekend and guys, I was really, really 
proud of the NBA this weekend. This was um, definitely an NBA All-Star weekend to remember. Uh, the NBA did a tremendous job and not just putting on a uh, a great NBA's All-Star weekend, but remembering NBA great Kobe Bryant, um, they uh, there were various tributes throughout the weekend dedicated to him and his, his family, his life, his daughter. Uh, just tremendous, uh, tremendous, tremendous uh, weekend. I'm sure many of you would agree that this was probably one of the best NBA All-Star weekends in uh, recent memory. And, um, of course, you know, Friday night kicked it off with the Rising Star um, NBA game. All of the newcomers to the league played. And... Um, and then, of course, on Saturday, you had the skills challenge, the three-point contest, and the dunk contest. And um, those, uh, those, uh, each of those were very competitive as well. In fact, I think the dunk contest probably was the most competitive it has ever been, uh, going as far back as 1988, which is uh, which they also celebrated that that iconic. Um, NBA uh, slam dunk contest between Michael Jordan and the human highlight film Dominique Wilk Wilkins in that in that game or in that uh, dunk contest. Uh, but this one you had Aaron Gordon uh, from the uh, Orlando Magic, and then of course you had Derrick Jones Jr. from the Miami Heat, and they were going back and forth. Each of them getting 50s on their dunks, man. This was a very competitive dunk contest. Ultimately, somebody had to win. Uh, I really think Aaron Gordon got jobbed on this one because uh, this guy's dunks were just tremendous. And Derrick Jones uh, did a great job as well, but uh, I think he just, you know, uh, Aaron Gordon dunked over uh, Taco. Um I can't remember what his last name is, but this guy is a seven, seven foot five center in the league, and he dunked over him, and uh, that dunk only got him forty seven points. When Derek Derek Jones's dunks, uh, that last one he got got him a fifty, and um, and that's what ended up getting him the uh, dunk contest title. Unfortunately, Derek, uh, uh, Aaron Gordon said he wasn't going to compete again because this was his second time competing and not winning the dunk contest. But, um, you know, uh, I have to say, you know, I, I think Aaron got jobbed. I'm sure, you know, those listening will probably agree as well. But, um, you know, we wanted to give you guys a little uh, recap of All-Star Game, uh, the All-Star Game on Sunday night. A lot of great uh, things that took place, so uh, take a listen. Kobe Bryant. There you go. We'll never see another basketball player quite like Kobe. Scoring 81 points in one game. Scoring 60 points in his last game. And then winning five NBA champions tribute to Kobe. Chicago's own Jennifer Hudson. For all we know. 
Spangled Banner is acclaimed singer, songwriter, and 10-time Grammy winner from Chicago, Shaka Khan. And the players on Team Giannis's red team all wore 24 in Kobe's honor, while LeBron's blue team wore number two, the number worn by Gianna. Both sides also sported patches with nine stars, one for each life lost on that California hillside. That's his range. Young from center court. Yes! The two teams showed a little Mamba mentality, fighting down to the very last point. And even the biggest prize of the night, dedicated to number 24. Kawhi Leonard took home the first ever Kobe Bryant MVP award. You know, words can't even explain. Just making this the first Kobe Bryant MVP trophy. You know, thank you. This, this one for him. Yeah. Our next story is, um, you know, a, a, a bit sad and... Um, uh, quite disappointing, uh, but we thought it was still worthy of uh, mentioning, talking about former MSU point guard Keith Appling. And um, 
he is really doing he's really struggling right now and unfortunately um you know his struggles has have made the news and according to espn ex-michigan state star keith appling faces heroin charges um, according to ESPN, a former Michigan State basketball player, Keith Appling, was charged with drug crimes after authorities say they found heroin in his vehicle that he planned to sell. Appling, 28, was arraigned Wednesday in a Warren courtroom on charges of delivery or manufacture of less than 50 grams of a controlled substance. Prosecutors said officers last said he found 19 grams or a golf ball size amount of heroin in a bag that was in a storage pocket behind the front passenger seat. The Macomb Daily reported at the time of his arrest, Appling was on parole after serving jail time for gun and resisting arrest charges. And the reason I bring this up is to simply take a few minutes to talk about a, um, a problem that I'm having with uh, co- college and even pro athletes who don't seem to understand or appreciate the significance of the moment that they're in and and how they you know can easily and have some have easily squandered uh, opportunities like this playing in college playing at a big 10 uh, elite college program whether it's basketball football and and not taking full advantage of the opportunities I mean we this is not the first case and it certainly will not be the last case of a young African-American male that um, seemed to have squandered a uh, a a a a once in a lifetime type of opportunity you know um, if you think about it when you look at uh, Keith Appling this young man had a promising uh, career as a point guard starting point guard for the Michigan State Spartans and at times you could kind of see how um, you know his you know, he was having, I could see just in his game that he was having some off the court issues. And they were, you know, there were some reports of that um, even in their, um, you know, their, uh, you know, March Madness run. And, you know, Michigan State had, um, you know, some stellar runs when Keith Appling was the point guard. And they've had some big losses as well with Keith Appling as the point guard. And you could kind of see that, again, there were some things that might have been going on behind the scenes that might have led to uh, led to this. And unfortunately, this is where we are. And I'm not just, you know, speaking to this particular situation, but again, you know, you hear about, you know, pro athletes like Antonio Brown and uh, Ocho Cinco and um, and others who, you know, Terrell Owens, you know, he's since, you know, begin to turn his life around in some respects. But, you know, it's sad to see athletes, you know, especially African-American athletes, you know, you know, in the college and even the pro ranks squander these opportunities because they're not afforded to everybody. And we and I think when you get to this level, 
uh, when you get these opportunities, it's in your best interest to take full advantage of them. You know, and um, and I know that you know some would say that you know they're you know these athletes are being taken advantage of themselves with uh, you know the contracts that they sign and um, you know their life is not their own and blah 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 blah. But I'm not sure if I completely agree with that because you know these athletes nowadays are signing some very lucrative contracts. You know they're making some big money, and for them, for for you to see these these young men squander these opportunities, really disheartening to see. And 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 you know I really admonish those that might be listening on tonight. If you are an athlete up and coming, you know, or you're a parent that has an athlete, a young young uh you know young man, young girl that might even be in sports, and you know take my advice and. And, you know, you know, really work on being a disciplined athlete, you know, because sometimes we get to this level and we, we take our, our, our gift for granted and we think, oh, well, you know, my gift is going to make room for me. And that is, and, and the scripture does say that the Bible does say that. But but if your character is warped. Then I don't care how gifted you are It's not going to amount to anything And that's what this Says about this young man here Who I, in, my, in, all, in all accounts I mean this young man Could have very well played in the NBA But because of his character He's now um, You know facing drug charges And you know more possible jail time Unfortunately, because he really did not take it full advantage of the moment. Lastly, just want to give you our thoughts on this newly hired MSU head coach, Mel Tucker. Uh, he was hired a little over two weeks ago. No, it was a late hire, uh, you know, given the circumstances that um, we were dealing with, uh, with the um, announcement of the retirement of Michigan State's winning as head coach Mark D'Antonio uh, taking a um, taking a bow and retiring, uh, taking this program to you know places it has hasn't been in a long time, and certainly our kudos all kudos to him. We just wish he would have made this announcement a little earlier, a little sooner. We might have been able to get an even better coach, but I think. Uh, given the set of circumstances that Michigan State did get a good coach in former Colorado coach Mel Tucker. And I also like the fact that the administration has made a commitment to uh, the football program by making this, this gentleman the second highest paid African-American coach in not just college sports but pro sports only behind Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. I think that is a tremendous commitment uh, to the football program, and it's a tremendous statement to make uh, as well. Uh, I also like the fact that they have made a commitment to bring in uh, a quality uh, assistant coaching staff, uh, giving him $6 million to build a coaching staff that can take this program to the next level. I think that's a tremendous commitment and investment 
into the football program. Uh, so kudos to the administration. And, of course, I know, you know, many of you, including myself, were kind of disappointed in how things turned out. Um, you know, after Mark retired and, you know, there was a few mistakes the administration made, but they more than made up for it in the amount of money that they have invested in this football program and trying to turn things around. So I'm excited, guys. I like the hire. I think this guy is going to do some great things. I hear he's a great recruiter and, um, you know, it's going to bring some more competitiveness back to the state of Michigan when it comes to getting recruits um, and even, you know, uh, hopefully getting Michigan State back to that elite level that we were back in 2013 and 14 and 15, college football playoffs, Rose Bowl, Big Ten championships. We are going to get back there, and I believe we're going to do it with this guy, Mel Tucker. So um, he's got my support, and I hope he has yours as well. Well, that was our What Are You Thinking About segment for the February 18th edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you got any questions or comments about anything we talked about, hit us up on Twitter at TOL Radio Show MSN, Radio Host MSN, or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. Hit us up, send us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.com or leave us a comment at michaelnimmons.com right from our official radio show page. We would love to hear from you. Well, we're going to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're getting right into my interview with my good friend, best-selling author, speaker, college professor, and TV correspondent, Dr. Eddie Connor. The doctor is in. When we come back, you're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. With radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you naked? To believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy 
now available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. Alright everybody, uh, we are back on um, a very special edition, I know I say that all the time, but it really is a very special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, not just the fact that it's Black History Month and Valentine's Day um, is here, It's uh, we are on the eve of Valentine's Day uh, when this interview was recorded, uh, So, but I also have a very good friend of mine on the line. Uh, uh, tonight that um, so happy to have him back on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. A uh, good friend of ours, known him for a long time, done a lot of great things, and we plan to get into all of it uh, during tonight's show. But want to give him a proper introduction before we get started. Uh, Dr. Eddie Connor is a best-selling author, international speaker, college professor, radio, TV correspondent, and conference host. Of vision of the of vision summit, he is a survivor of stage four cancer and empowers people to overcome obstacles. He has a litany of accomplishments and successes that we plan to get into. Best-selling author of ten books. Uh, just this this is uh, this is the guy I want to be like when I grow up. <laughs> but he's on the show with us on tonight. I want you to give a warm thinking out loud radio show welcome to my good friend and brother, Doctor. Eddie Connor. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Dr. Dr. Connor. What's going on, bro? We just love chopping it up with my good friend. Uh, God has just truly blessed, uh, blessed this young man, uh, stage four cancer survivor, uh, 10 best-selling books, international speaker, author, motivational speaker, TV correspondent. I mean, Dr. Connor, tell me, man, how does it feel to be who you are in this moment? You know, um, it's a, it's really humbling because uh, I know I come from humble beginnings and in many cases, the least likely is a testament, not to me, but to, to God that the least likely can do the most mighty. You know, I, I, I realize the greatest ability is availability. And so just uh, being available to... Uh, Use uh, my pain as, as something that can empower other people, and uh, I'm a, I'm blessed to use my test as a testimony to inspire uh, people locally and globally. So it's it's a blessing. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you've definitely been been doing just that. You know, going about pursuing your purpose, pursuing the destiny that God has set forth for your life. Many, um, I'm sure who, who, who would have gotten that diagnosis at such a young age, uh, you know, probably would have, uh, you know, figured that, well, my life is, um, is, is just about over. 
and uh, and and would have looked at that as a death sentence. But uh, you've turned that completely around, and now you're of course a survivor of stage four cancer, and uh, you have a litany of accomplishments. Uh, like I said, best-selling author, uh, international speaker, college professor. You've been on CBS, Fox News, NBC, PBS, the Steve Harvey Show, the Tom Joyner uh, Show, the Word Network, the Huffington Post, and USA Today. God has just tremendously uh, blessed you in so many ways and areas. It just, uh, I, I, it just got to feel tremendous. Uh, pursuing the purpose and plan that God has for your life? Oh, without a doubt. You know, um, I don't think you'll ever be fulfilled until it's actually walking in the, the plan, purpose, and, and power of what you were created to do. You know, um, a job is what you're paid for, but I really believe your purpose and your vision is what you're made for. Turn those stumbling blocks and stepping stones. You know, if we, if we were playing a movie, The Color Purple, I tell you, just like Sophia, all my life. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to be uh, not a warrior, but a warrior. And to uh, fight through what you're going through and uh, beat those odds. And, and really, uh, as I'm celebrating, it's 2020, but I'm celebrating 20 years of surviving and, and thriving uh, through stage four cancer. You know, people gave up on me. I almost wanted to give up on myself. But, you know, a praying mama, and then you dig deep and finding the faith and the fortitude and the fire and declaring, according to Psalm 118, I shall not die, but live in the greater works of the Lord. To find the can of cancer is, a, is the ultimate victory. Mm. Wow. Tremendous, tremendous. I know you guys are enjoying uh, our interview with uh, international speaker, author, college professor, uh, just a, 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 a tremendous testimony of what God can do for you. My good friend, Dr. Eddie Connor, so happy to have him back on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And, you know, Dr. Connor, it's February, and, of course, it's Black History Month, and it's one of my favorite months of the year, even though it is the shortest month of the year. Uh, but I want you to tell our listeners what is the significance of this month for you? You know, that's a powerful question. And a lot of times we've been uh, stereotyped and stigmatized as, as a people to where, where we only told the negative about our history to where we think it's all about just beginning with slavery. But I think we got to realize that uh, we come from kings and queens. We come from those who align the pyramids with the stars. Why do our young people feel they can't do science and math when... <laughs> Our young, our our, our ancestors uh, were the main ones who uh, erected statues and, and incredible pyramid that we still can't even figure out to this day. Think about even the middle middle passage, how we were taken from West Africa and East Africa and parts of the continent, and, and uh, taken to the Caribbean, Brazil, South America, of course the uh, of course the U.S. and the East Coast and parts of the Southern states to have made it through what we've been through and to really be here is a testament to the whole aspect that the reason we're alive is because our people made it through the middle passage. Yes, there were 10 million bodies dumped over into the Atlantic ocean. And we know we talk about the Jewish Holocaust where 6 million bodies were uh, emaciated, 6 million bodies were exterminated, but we can't also forget about the Holocaust 
where 10 million African bodies were thrown into the Atlantic Ocean. Our people who made it through that survived through uh, shadow slavery and shackles and and being raped and being pillaged and being uh, decimated and, uh, um, in many cases, uh, maligned. For us to be here as an African people, we made it through the Middle Passage to get to where we are right now. And despite what we're going through, despite the, the middle circumstances that we are experiencing, we can never give up in the middle. You know, we say God is the God of the, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, the end, the first and last. He's all that, yeah. But we can't forget he's also the God of the middle. Mm. Mm. And so despite the middle situation that you are experiencing, the lack, the loss, the hurt, the trial, the sickness, the disease, the peril, the storm, you cannot give up in the middle of your circumstance because you come from a people who made it through the Middle Passage. The Malcolm, the Mandela, the Megas, the Martins, all those individuals, the name of the faces, the Madam C.J. Walkers. The indictment is when our young people know more about Megan and Stallion than they do Megan ever than Madam C.J. Walker. Mm. Keep our oral history and tradition alive to not just celebrate black history. But now it's time to make black history. Powerful, powerful. Absolutely. I completely and totally agree with you. You know, this month is um, is significant for a number of reasons. And and, um, you know, we 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 certainly can't contain the chronicles of black history within one month. Uh, But it has to be. Uh, something that we celebrate uh, throughout the entire year, and it and I agree wholeheartedly that it has to be an oral history that we rehearse with our young people, because uh, if they don't know who they are, um, then they'll never become what God has destined for them to be, and it's not because of, it's not what they see on television, you know, it's not who they see in the movies but they were created much greater than they even themselves could imagine. And so, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent that, uh, that our young people, our, our parents, their parents need to rehearse, uh, their history to them on a regular basis and not their favorite rap lyrics, you know, not the, not the favorite, uh, artists that they, uh, they see on the Grammys but uh they need to be they need to know about uh those shoulders of whom they stand on and make them who they are today amazing right yeah just like you said you know you can always see a lot farther stand on the shoulders of giants mm. we've come through as a as a people those situations that now give us revelation it should give us vision uh to see beyond what we see and to also move forward into the power of our destiny so it's our time. We got all the talent in the world. Everybody want to be like us. We got to love ourselves. We got to know our worth, recognize it, and we got to stir up our gifts. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with my good friend and brother, international speaker, author, college professor, TV correspondent, Dr. Eddie Connor. So happy to have him back on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we've just been talking about, you know, the significance of Black History Month and the rich heritage that we as a people have. And, you know, um, 
uh, we're still reeling right now uh, over the passing of uh, someone who has impacted, you know, not just, um, you know, the NBA, but has impacted uh, the world. I would dare say that he is a, a figure that um, um, has, has left an indelible mark on uh, the lives of so many people. Uh, Kobe Bryant uh, passed away tragically. He and his daughter, Gianna, in a, a helicopter crash along with seven other individuals just a little more than two weeks ago. And uh, from what I understand, their um, funeral has already taken place and they've been laid to rest. But there will be a public memorial taking place uh, this coming February the 24th at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And, you know, Dr. Connor, I want you to share with our listeners your thoughts about uh, this NBA Giants life and, you know, and his daughter and and what, you know, what were some of the thoughts that ran through your mind? I want you to kind of put their death in perspective for those of us who are still grappling with the, with their sudden loss. Uh, you know, it's, it's so tragic. I, I mean, um, I remember coming, I was coming from church that day and I, I looked on my phone and I saw it. I said, Oh, what a bad hoax. You know, this, this is, this can't be true. Right. And, um, the more I read into it, unfortunately it was. And to, uh, sees one of the brightest stars really for our generation just just gone like a vapor um my heart goes out of course to his family as well as those other seven victims um who have been laid to rest and it uh it just it was just in many cases just just heartbreaking and uh i have a personal um, I've seen Kobe play before, you know, at the, the palace when he came to Detroit. And I mean, just to see how he would in many cases, methodically choose his spots on the court. Yeah. I mean, the Mamba mentality was, was really ridiculous. I mean, he was the Jordan of our generation. Mm. You close your eyes when Kobe was talking, you thought it was Mike, his charisma, his, 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 uh, in many cases, his, uh, his cockiness, he came into the league cocky you know uh and just a precocious young man who lived over in italy his father former nba player uh just spoke multiple languages and it never really seemed like he fit into the nba circle because he was just more seemingly just wittier uh more driven more competitive and it seemed as if the second stage of his life was going to be better than the first half of what we had experienced for those 20 years of him playing for the L.A. Lakers, if you could even fathom that. I mean, within a year after he retired, a year or two, he had already won an Oscar. Right. He was getting into movies, he was getting into film. And then, of course, now his daughter had his whole repertoire to where she was going to be dominating the sport as well. Um he said he, I remember him sharing a story and he said that uh, people would holler at him and say, Kobe, when are you going to have a boy? And he said, I've got a daughter that's good enough. And, you know, <laughs> to see how he loved his girls and to see how he became just even a great father. Um, you know, when I was a kid, when I had cancer, um, 
Caps for Kids had something going on because I had lost all my hair. And what they would do, they would get all these entertainers, athletes, celebrities to, to autograph a, a hat. And little did I know, I was looking just through my closet the day or so after he died. And I found the hat that Kobe Bryant had signed for me when I had a bald head due to chemotherapy and radiation. Mm. Memo and note. And he, he, this was when he was wearing the number eight at this time. And he just wrote the number eight on the hat. And, you know, I never met Kobe, but in many cases, his words met me. And um, to see that number eight, it, uh, it kind of symbolized to me a new beginning um, that as I look back in retrospect. Um, and it gave me a different mentality, even before mama mentality happened. Um, so little did I know, and, and looking back and kind of seeing much of the research, Kobe would sign hats for kids who had cancer all the time, but he never wanted any public recognition about it. And I think that's really who he was. Uh, he let his play speak for him. He let the way he would treat people speak for him and, you know, it's just a it's just a sad loss, and it, it's kind of like, boy, is this a bad dream? How do you ever wake up from it? Author and speaker, Doctor Eddie Connor. I, I was reading something the other day, and it's it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Doctor King was killed. 50 years later, they're still killing kings. You know, uh, to to really speak truth to power, but also to to speak to our young men about. Uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that, in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade or how to govern yourself accordingly, but we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, in many cases, we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously, and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran, and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time, and that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Everybody, this is Sandra Ramekin, Director of Outreach and Education for Alternatives for Girls in Detroit, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with the amazing Michael Nimmin.
Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. I hope you're enjoying our interview with my good friend and brother, best-selling author, speaker, college professor, and TV correspondent, Dr. Eddie Connor. Let's get back into this powerful interview. Right, right, and I completely agree with you. I remember um, when I when I I saw the uh, the notification. I ignored it. I uh, didn't think too much of it. In fact, I thought it was a notification from uh, the night before when LeBron surpassed Kobe's uh, scoring record uh, in the NBA. And I figured, you know, that that was probably related to that. And I hadn't really looked close enough uh, at the notification to actually see it had something to do with him with his death until later in the day. Uh, coming home from church, some similar to what you said, and I saw it, and I thought, you know, it was a hoax at first. But then, the more I read, the I got into it and was like, oh my God, this is true. I couldn't believe it. And then to even find out and discover that his daughter, Gianna, thirteen years old, was with him in the helicopter that that tragically crashed uh, on the hillsides of Los Angeles, and seven others were killed as well. It was devastating to hear that, um, and I just recently wrote a blog on my website called "The Life Life After Death," sort of my tribute to Kobe Bryant and and his daughter. Uh, really talking about how your life can can actually be even bigger in death because of something called legacy, and just how. How, you know, the the legacy that you leave behind is really how you can actually symbolically extend your life here on earth. Uh, you know, and, and certainly he is some he is definitely uh, emblematic of that based on how uh, how much of an impact he's made in the lives of so many people. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. And it's still something that. Um, you know, we're still coming to grips with the fact that he's no longer with us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's really uh, painful. And, and even I, I would heard I heard Tracy McGrady, uh, former basketball player, sharing about how he played with Kobe, and he said just in, early in the career, Kobe said he he wanted to die young and be immortalized. I don't know if he really continued to hold on to that same sentiment, but we see how he just gone at what 41 and i mean the way he's been immortalized it is uh you know to a certain degree because of the art because of the accomplishments because of last second shots because of the dunks he'll never die so yeah because of uh the images of what he has left and you know another thing bro how us as men were affected by it Mm. Right. We don't really talk about, we don't get emotional too much, and we don't let that show. 
Kobe, the death of Kobe opened something up. I, listen, when I saw the hat, I welled up with tears. Mm, right. Something just, just is like a dam that broke, you know, when water just comes up again, it's too much. We, we hold on to these emotions so much and we harbor it. And a death like that, that we saw this man, never knew him, but it felt like we did. He became a part of our life. Like the scripture says, where your treasure is there, will your heart be also. And so to a certain degree, our heart was with Kobe and his family because he literally grew up before our eyes. And um, to where black men especially were able to get in touch with their emotions and, and go on Facebook and cry, go on Instagram and cry, put up heartfelt, you know, emojis or whatever the case may be. It really showed something that, uh, you know, things like that really affect us. And we're just human and emotional like everybody else. That's just tremendous. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with my good friend and brother, Dr. Eddie Connor author, speaker, international speaker, uh, TV correspondent, best-selling author. I mean, just a tremendous, tremendous gift uh, to the kingdom. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And he's really been sharing with us about Kobe Bryant. And speaking of, you know, you know, legendary athletes, you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not in the, you know, when you talk about, is this NBA All Star Weekend coming up in Chicago, and 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 I'm not in the 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 LeBron James camp as a as the greatest of all time. I'm 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 in the I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the MJ camp. I'm in the MJ camp, but I I I think this is uh, talking about Kobe and 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 the mark that he's made. Um, you know, in his legacy, I have to mention something that that LeBron has done with his I Promise School. Um, I, I I saw this, and you know, I'm I'm sure you've seen it as well. Uh, where the inaugural class of his I Promise School is now eligible to receive free tuition from Kent State. And I think that is tremendous, tremendous. I want to know what you what your thoughts are about that. I mean, you may not, I may not be a LeBron James fan, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to his play. And I, I I'm not t- trying to take anything away from him as a basketball player because because he is uh, a dynamic basketball player. I'm just in the MJ camp right now. But um, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to him being a humanitarian a philanthropist a uh a activist i mean to me he has really in some respects transcended michael jordan uh you know with with um with what he's done uh for our community wouldn't you agree with that i would you know mj was uh ardently said you know uh, republicans wear uh wear gym shoes too <laughs> LeBron is in many cases gone from champion to humanitarian as you said from the court to the classroom he may never be able to leap over MJ on the court but what he did off the court you can't you can't you know turn a blind eye to that to how he has been able to change and transform the lives of young people you know from humble beginnings in Akron and to go back 
you know, like Dr. George Frazier said, once you learn and earn, then you must return back to your community. And the work of LeBron is indicative of that. Um, you know, it's a slam dunk to a certain degree of what he is doing also off the court. And, uh, I mean, I have a personal story about that as well. Minority owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, when LeBron had returned back to Cleveland, uh, one of the minority owners of the Cleveland Cavaliers came to speak to my boys, the books program, which is focused on literacy, leadership, and life skills enrichment, and brought us, I promise, bracelets from LeBron himself. So, um, he, he'd been doing this. Now, this was going on before he started the I Promise School. This was already etched into his mind about education because, listen, every, bro- every brother, every sister is not going to be able to play ball or be on, the, be on a TV screen or be in a magazine, but you can still flourish and give back to your community by actually taking much of that mentality that a LeBron or a Kobe had or an MJ and actually making your gift work for you. So, um to, to really see that, uh, you, you can't help but to tip your hat to LeBron and, and uh, to encourage brother to be young at his age and to do what he's done when, in many cases, sometimes celebrities don't do it until they retire, much less, if at all, giving back. And he's using his celebrity as a platform to, uh, to really uh, empower other people. I mean, really, what can you say that's bad about LeBron? You know, the media oftentimes wants to excoriate him for the decision when he said he was going to Miami. The man is his, 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 his record and his track record, in many cases, is unblemished. And so we have to salute him for that with all of the trappings, all the fame, all the temptation, all that's coming at him. Not only does he put himself on, he puts the brothers on. Rich Paul and Maverick Carter, and then now opening a school. So, and then, as you said before, those students being able to now uh, matriculate to the collegiate level with scholarships from Kent State. It's, it's a blessing. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, for, for him to, um, you know, uh, to, again, like you said, use his platform in this fashion to give back to the community, to uh, pay it forward, so to speak, uh, in this manner is, is, is remarkable and, 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 and definitely should not be, um, you know, overlooked. And, um, and, and so, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, and I'm, I'm slowly becoming a LeBron James fan and not, you know, maybe not of his game, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not of his not of his game, so to speak, but 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 certainly um, a fan of his uh, of him as a human being, as a humanitarian, a philanthropist, somebody that um, hasn't uh, hasn't forgotten where he came from, um, and uh, and certainly um, always looking to um, find ways to bring uh, though bring up those who may have been overlooked uh, in their in their upbringing as well. So my hat's off to him, and certainly uh, I'm sure those who are listening on tonight feel the same way. He is definitely an example, a shining example of what, uh, of what celebrities should be doing with their status and, you know, not posing for paparazzi pictures and, you know, uh, you know shining on the red carpet but they're also trying to put their money where their mouth is and and 
pay it forward to those who um, who who the Bible calls the least of these. We got man, you know, so much we can talk about, um, so much that we can delve into, man. I got so many questions for you, but um, I, I want to uh, delve into um, your your new book. You 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 have a new book that's out. Um, you told us a little bit about it off air, but I want you to share with our listeners. I mean, you have ten best selling books, and um, this new book, uh, twenty twenty vision, is. Uh, your newest book. So I want you to tell our listeners about this book that was just released, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just released on uh, MLK Day and uh, on the Day of Dreamers. You know, uh, it's empowering in regards to uh, having a vision. Dr. King said uh, someone with a dream is sleep, but someone who has a vision is awake to go out and make sure that vision comes to fruition. As you know, as being a brilliant writer and author as yourself, you know, sometimes how painstaking the process is to get your thoughts on paper. People actually pick it up and read it. And so uh, I wrote this book uh, thinking about me overcoming cancer and how it's 20 years, but also the whole aspect of how to see beyond what you see and transform your reality, which is the caption of the book. And so I really wanted to focus on uh, forsaking the familiar, um, also uh, manifesting your destiny, and then being able to see what it is that you want to achieve clearly. Dr. Miles Rowe said vision is purpose in pictures. So where you want to be, you have to have a direction. You also have to have instruction and implementation for how to get there. And I'm showing you how to get there from wherever you are. And, um, you know, the most dangerous place to be is not when you're walking on water. It's actually staying in the boat. Mm. To get out of your comfort zone, being able to forsake the familiar. Fear paralyzes you, but faith mobilizes you. And so when you see it, you got to go after it. You got to see beyond what you see. Walking by faith and not by sight, because sight cripples you, sight paralyzes you, but faith gives you insight. Faith is literally vision. Faith is the location where vision is. And so when I'm walking by faith, I'm not looking at my situation. But I'm remembering the vision and the revelation of what God has given me. You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Award-winning journalist, Carolyn Clifford. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. And all we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. Activist and thought leader, Marcia L. Dyson. Obviously not Nancy Pelosi, because again, because of social media, she said what she said, but that... She's not going to be the ones who stop uh, her colleagues from not only thinking out loud, but talking out loud, whoever they are, authentically. Pastor and intellectual, Dr. Frederick Haynes III. In black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar, L.H. Welchel, uh, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, that's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, scripture, 
I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Cracking Planet Earth is your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemitz. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I know you enjoyed our interview with my good friend, best-selling author, speaker, college professor, and TV correspondent, Dr. Eddie Connor. Let's hear the conclusion of this powerful interview. Wow. That is tremendous. That is tremendous. And, you know, when I when I was looking at your website and I saw that you had a new book because you snuck this one in on me. I missed this one because, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm uh, you know not only a, a friend of Dr. Connor, but I'm also a fan of his as well. You know, following him on Twitter and on Facebook. And, you know, so I see all of the, the advertisements and promos for, for books that are coming out. So I must have been hiding under a rock or something when this one came out because it completely it completely missed my uh, my purview. Um, and, and so when I saw it, I said, vision, oh, wow, you know, that's, that's interesting because I also have a book that, uh, is called vision and, um, just listening to you talk about, uh, your book and, uh, and some of the things that, that you shared with us already, uh, sounds like we're on the same page when it comes to, uh, vision because, um, our book deals with that in a number of different ways and um uh in, in a number of different facets and I, I I um I agree with you that uh you know the vision that God gives us is much bigger than you know what we see in front of us. Um he he wants us to uh to see beyond our circumstances and see beyond where we are to where we could be or where we can be. In fact where he wants to take us. And sometimes we are 
uh, often dis- times distracted by what's in front of us. Uh, but uh, our book talks about how, um, you know, if when we when we uh, embrace God's vision, uh, he's able to take us to places that we could never even imagine. So, yeah, man, we are. Uh, it's 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 amazing. It's it's. Uh, but 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 again, you know, uh, I thank God for confirmation, because all that all that all your all your book really is in my mind is confirmation, you know, that um that 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 this is what we should be focusing on vision, purpose, destiny. We should be about pursuing our purpose, pursuing our destiny. We all were put on this earth for a reason. We all were put on this earth to for, to do something and not just watch others do watch others fulfill their purpose. You know, uh, we, 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 we sit and spend our time watching others in this cathode was it this is called the cathode tube uh that we call the television and and we watch others fulfill their destiny and fulfill their purpose but what we're saying in essence to those that are listening on tonight it's time for you to pursue your purpose it's time for you to get up off of the couch and do what god has called you to do yeah absolutely that's powerful we 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 got to do it. Uh, Mark Twain said, "You know, twenty years from now, you won't regret everything that you've done. You regret what you didn't do." So we got to sell out of the shallow end. You got to take uh, advantage of it and go out and do it. And so uh, I wrote it. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iTunes, Audible, available in the ebook, available as a hard copy, as well as four and a half hours of power as an audio book. So faith faith cometh by hearing. <laughs> Listening is the new reading. You can listen to it, and uh, you'll be empowered as the as it gets into your mind, your subconscious, and your subconscious, and you'll be able to feast on what it is there and, and actually uh, think vision and speak it. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, powerful. You know, as I was listening to you, I was trying to recall a quote from Helen Keller that just uh, that I wrote about in, in, in my book, uh, she says the only thing worse than being blind is having sight, but no vision. Woo. Oh my God. That will preach every day of the week, especially knowing the, knowing the life that Helen Keller lived, you know, uh, being both blind and deaf and yet, you know, lived a very accomplished life and here she's saying the only thing worse than being blind is having sight for those individuals who have sight but no vision and no direction living your entire life and not ever knowing why you were created not ever knowing why and what your purpose is tremendous man i can't wait to read the book guys you you definitely got to go out and get it so proud of this this young man 10 books and I'm only on my second one. I got to get started on my third one. <laughs> I got some ideas of what that's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm working on it now. Working on it now. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be sharing with you more about that soon. But but certainly very proud of my good friend, Dr. Eddie Connor. And also, in, a, in addition to 
this book that he released on MLK Day back in January. He he's also has a powerful conference that's coming up. I saw the promo uh, on Instagram, and let me tell you guys, this is an awesome summit that's coming up. I want him to tell you more about it. It's called the Vision Summit, uh, and I saw it. The, the promo blew me away. And I was telling him off air how we want to be a part of that in some way and promoting that that summit and conference. So, uh, Dr. Connor, share with us more about what's coming up. I believe it's in August, right? Yes. Um, July 31st, Friday, July 31st is the kickoff with a VIP reception uh, gala event. And then Saturday, August the 1st of this year we are going to have the vision summit take place with with panelists, with speakers, uh, just giving insight to help you to transform your vision into action through education, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. And it's happening right here in the city of Detroit at the Charles H. Wright museum. And, you know, there's conferences that happen all over the country. Very rarely do we hear about conferences in many cases that are happening in the city of Detroit. And, uh, you know, Detroit is not a miserable city. It's actually a motivated city. And so you'll be able to hear some of the great speakers locally and globally coming here and just just giving you insight, giving you uh, skills to implement, giving you strategic steps to actually merge what you do, whether it's in the corporate setting, whether it's in the church setting, whether it's in the community, being able to uh, be in a think tank. And I don't know about you, but I realize if I'm the smartest person in the room, I probably don't need to be in that room. Right, right. Uh, because, uh, you know, insecure people like bad birds who sit on eggs after they've hatched. Mm. Be around people who are going to break your wings and clip your wings. You're going to be around people who are going to help you to be an eagle and soar on wings as an eagle. And I'm not going to even be the smartest person in the room. I'm coming, yes, I'm at the host, but I'm coming to take some of the most notes so that I can actually implement it and take it to the next level. So this is a great opportunity for you to not just network up, but network across with people from all vocations. And it's taking place again Friday, July 31st, Saturday, August 1st. All you got to do is just register, just sign up at thevisionsummit.org, thevisionsummit.org. There's an early bird registration special going on right now for our executive registrants as well as our VIP registrants. And uh, I'm telling you, it's more than an event. It is going to be an incredible experience. And it sounds just, it sounds like it's going to be just that. And I hope those that are listening on tonight, if you're looking to expand your, uh, your territory and, and expand your vision, uh, this sounds like the conference that you need to be a part of again, July 31st and August 1st at the Charles Wright Museum. Tell them that website again, Dr. Connor. Absolutely. Uh, the vision summit.org, the vision summit.org is the website. You can go there right now. Like I said, it's an early bird registration special uh, in honor of black history month in honor of this month. You can get a steal of a deal for the low rate of what this conference has to offer uh, on the ticket value, but you're going to get more, more value, more bang for your buck uh, as you come to the event. The answers will be in the door as you step through the door. <laughs> so make sure you check that out, the Vision Summit 
dot org, the vision summit dot org. So, you know, I know, guys, you have enjoyed our interview with my good friend and brother, uh, international speaker, author, best selling author, I should say, um, TV correspondent. He is doing some big things now. Conference host uh, coming up in July. Uh, before we let you go, though, you've written several books on relationships and we are on the cusp of Valentine's Day. Uh, February the 14th is the most romantic day of the year for couples. So, Dr. Connor, <laughs> uh, I want you to give our listeners, those that are listening on tonight, uh, some relationship advice, uh, you know, on the eve of, again, the most romantic day of the year. You know, I think one thing is that you got to recognize your value, know your worth. Because based upon how you think about yourself is what you're going, who and what you're going to choose and what you're going to go after. Um, you know, if you don't want, if you don't know what you want, somebody's going to decide what you get. And generally it's going to be what you don't want. But how do you know what you don't want if you don't know what you do want? Because, because a double-minded man or woman is unstable in all their ways. And so you can't get to the next level if you just settle. And it's not worth settling just to say you have a Valentine. If you wouldn't be with them on the 15th, why are you spending your time with them on the 14th? Woo! (laughs) It brings us to remembrance of the fact that if I have peace because of your absence, I I didn't lose you. You lost me. Because if you have Mm. somebody and they're not on your level at the end of the day, you're still alone. And so you got to understand that being alone does not being, mean being lonely because you can enjoy your own company. You don't, need to, you don't need to Netflix and chill. What you need to do is focus on your purpose and your vision so you can network and build. Mm. That, yes, roses get stale. Roses wither. Chocolates get stale. But only real love lasts. You got to have that love that's on the inside of you and you got to recognize your value and you got to know your worth and uh, you got to realize that you are Rose. You got to bloom where you've been planted. Take yourself on a date, give yourself some roses, get excited about receiving them as if somebody gave them to you. Take yourself out, spoil yourself and love on yourself and the right person based upon how you treat yourself is going to treat you that way because they recognize that you value you and they want to be a part of you. Wow. Wow. I know you guys have enjoyed our interview on tonight with my good friend, Dr. Eddie Connor. So happy to have had him on the thinking out loud radio show. He has blessed us in so many ways, inspired us. We've talked about a number of different topics and subject matter and I just, again, thank you for carving our time out of his busy schedule to be with us again on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Man, we wish you nothing but success in all that you do and everything that you touch uh, that will turn to gold. And I pray that God will continue blessing you, opening up doors that no man can shut. Man, thanks so much again for being on the show with us on tonight. And may God continue to bless you. I appreciate you, brother. You are being the quintessential voice for this day and time and to to use your voice as a vehicle for victory to talk about it. It's all these things on the platform. 
It is absolutely incredible. Listen, if you're listening, support my brother from another mother, the baddest man on the mic, Mike Nimmons. He's a champion for this day, this time, and this generation. Wow. All right, man. Hey, that's going to be the next drop. <laughs> ah, trust me. You're going to hear that again. <laughs> it's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time. 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 Start of the week comes from a very powerful spoken word piece given by Grammy, Emmy, and Oscar Award winning rapper Common performed to open up the NBA All Star game on Sunday night. I thought it was such a powerful piece that I will share with you again 
during tonight's show, Basketball and Black History. Take a listen. A young boy gazed in the sky, wondering what it means to be from the shy. He had a need to fly in search of his wings. He seeked through rhyme schemes and also hoop dreams. Saints and angels would sing songs of what he could be. He closed his eyes and imagined dribbling the destiny. You see, from where he stood, he could see the stars. So he'd ask himself, how do I get to where they are? If this city could talk, it would say, hey man, you from Chicago. The land of Fred Hampton and Jean-Baptiste DuSable and better tomorrows. As long as you follow your heart of the city, a love that started at Foster Park and hooping after dark or even in the snow when we couldn't shoot jump shots because of how hard the wind would blow. So we take it to the hole, a la D-Rose. If this city could talk, it would say from the concrete we rose, a place of deep souls. Some ball in street clothes, nice with the shot, but in the paint we debos. And coming from Shy City, there's a lot they put up on us. But whatever they say, they gonna say you from the corners. If this city could talk, it would say you from the land of chosen children. So whenever you get on that court, you carry the spirit of Ben Wilson and the feeling of street legends whose games we all cherish. I'm talking Ronnie Fields, Mac Irvin, Trash, and Billy the Kid Harris. And legends of Chicago who are basketball gods today. Like Mark Aguirre, KG, Isaiah, and Tim Hardaway. That's in your DNA. If you can see, you can be the way. Do you know the story of the young boy back in the day? He was on a bus ride with his sister, not knowing where life would take him. Dropped off to live with his father at a west side location. Now he wasn't highly scouted, but himself he never doubted. For dreams are destinations, you never know how they could be routed. And though the game was crowded, for himself he'd make a name. The world would call him Flash. This city knows him as Dwayne. He waded in the waters, took over quarters in the game. Became an NBA great. Next is the Hall of Fame. What I'm saying is if you love the game, it doesn't have a type. 
You met this girl when you was 10 years old. She'll be the love of your life. Let me frame this picture for you. On the court, you're an artist. You could be to the sport what Dr. King is to marches. If this city could talk, it would say go beyond. Chicago's with you through the fire, just like Shaka Khan. If this city could talk, it would talk a high MJ sword on air. Six times, six rings, a city's answer prayer. How he jumped from the free throw line and dunked with his tongue out in the 88 All-Star game when them new Jordans was brung out. Bring them out, bring them out. You'll bring out the best in the greats and inspire others like 23 did for eight. You see, he used his game to touch the world's soul. A king named Kobe Bryant who wore purple and gold. 24 hours a day, you'll put in work, forget the salary. And being from Chicago, you can possess that Mamba mentality. And that's dedication. And that's the fight. So even in the darkest times, you'll feel Kobe's light. like Obama this is where he came up you too have that karma and with all that armor you'll still need others for the mission remember for every Jordan there's gotta be a Pippin the city's talking listen vision is taking flight all these stars you see here you'll shine just as bright and now Chicago and now world. Want to give a special shout out and thanks to Dr. Eddie Connor for being on the show with us on tonight. We truly, truly appreciate it. Remember to purchase his latest book, 2020 Vision, available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and even and audible so you can listen to it as well want to get more information about the vision summit that's coming up you'll be hosting it july 31st through august the 1st just go to visionsummit.org that's visionsummit.org for more details and thank you again for tuning in to the night show we truly truly appreciate it we hope you enjoyed the show remember to follow us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show or on Twitter and Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. We would love to hear from you. Or just hit us up at michaelnimmons.com and leave us a comment on our Thinking Out Loud official radio show page. Man, a lot of ways that you can t- keep in touch with us. Also, stop by michaelnimmons.com and check out our latest blog, Life After Death, our tribute to the life and legacy of Kobe Bryant. We've gotten over 300 hits so far. We want you to check it out and share uh, this post on your timeline. Leave us a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are about this NBA great. 
Uh, we, we would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for checking it out. Those who have already done so, we truly appreciate you. Again, thank you so much for stopping by and checking out our latest blog. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Your support help us helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web. And so until next time, always remember, if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.